Hello, long time no talk. It's probably going to be pretty loud because I'm outside. It's beautiful out. And Desmond's playing at the playground. And uh, just thought I'd tell you what's going on. Haven't done a rock star podcast in a couple weeks, I think. Because I needed a, a break. Plus, I have no voice from <laughs> screaming at Desmond, actually. Listen to how I sound like Janis Joplin when I talk. I don't smoke. This is from screaming because Desmond refuses to listen to anything I say. <sighs> you know how some people have the terrible threes or with their kids or the terrible twos? Well, we're in the terrible eights right now. I don't know. Whatever I say. Time for bed. <coughs> time to eat. <coughs> and yeah, so there's been a little war within my family if you want to call it family my dad who adopted me Chet he has a sister named Karen and if you were listening to part one and two of my book you'll remember that I lived with my granddad and my aunt Karen um well actually I didn't get to that part yet because I only stopped at 81 so anyways Karen's like six or seven years older than me, my dad's younger sister, and she has never met Desmond. In fact, I can't even remember the last time I've seen Karen in person. Must be 15 years. Uh, well, wait a minute. Hang on. Hmm. Yeah, 15 years. So, anyhow, she sends me... And she lives in Georgia. Haven't been to Georgia in 15 years. Sends me a message on Facebook saying, um, how does Desmond like Boy Scouts? And I said, he loves it. Oh, no. First, she sent me a link saying you should get Desmond involved in Boy Scouts. I said, he's already in Boy Scouts. He loves it. Then she says, well, why isn't Desmond in school? Here we go. And I'm like, well... First of all, there is no school because of COVID. They tried to start it up again here, two or three days a week, four hours per day. The kids wearing masks the whole time. And then a teacher died in our town from COVID. So they closed the schools down again. And I told her that and she said, you need to stop lying because I called your town and there is school, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I was like, Nah, you're wrong. Here's the email that they, the internal email that they send everybody. I, there's a little bit of wind. I hope that's not ruining the sound. Anyways, I'm trying to be as polite as possible because she is six or seven years older than me. And I'm always respecting my elders. Then she says, You need to stop lying because I know I've called your town and then, 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 then. And then um, she goes, he didn't ask to be born. He deserved to be with other kids. You're, you're uh, isolating him and all this other shit. And I go, um, wrong. He's at the playground every day and Boy Scouts playing with other kids. Plus we have play dates and everything. Throughout the whole pandemic, you know, we've been meeting up with other families and stuff. And suddenly she's the expert on childcare. <laughs> We won't get into how her kids are doing, by the way. <laughs> um, 
So I said, you really need to mind your own business, okay? And by the way, what if I choose to continue homeschooling? Even in September, if they come back and say, yeah, you know, your kid has to wear a mask the whole time that he's at school. Well, guess what? That'll be a fucking hard pass. No, thank you. He's not going to go to school and sit there with a mask all day. It's not happening with me. So I'm just, I guess this is going to be called the vent podcast because I'm pretty pissed off when people tell you. First of all, if, if I hear from a family member, you know what I would like to hear? How can we help? Not telling me what to do and chastising me and this and that. That's, that is such bullshit. She's never even met Desmond. She's never offered to come visit or asked us to come visit her. But suddenly she has a moral high ground and is telling, telling me to put Desmond in school. There is no school right now. And plus, even if there was school, it's like mid-May and school is out mid-June in Jersey. There's no point. Even the principal himself said, just forget it. It's not worth, it's not worth the hassle. The kid's coming back for one or two days. You know, so I can't stand that shit. And he's not going to wear a mask. Not. I'm, if you haven't noticed, anti-masker. I'll wear one to ShopRite if I have to. But Desmond's not going to wear a mask all day at school. That's such bullshit. I mean, I'm, out, I'm at a park right now. I'm outside. I don't see any masks. Let me see. No. I don't see anyone wearing a mask. Oh, yeah, there's one person in the playground wearing a mask. One, per- one adult is wearing a mask. He looks Asian. That's it. So I live in a town where freedom, freedom for oxygen, freedom of speech, is still appreciated and wanted, and that's how we're going to roll. So I might look into a private school for Desmond, you know, and see what their policy is, but there's that. Still hoping to get Rob Halford. Oh, here comes a train. <laughs> I kind of like that sound. <clears throat> I'm still looking to get Rob Halford on for my podcast. And Ray White from Frank Zappa's band. Um, the script. I got, I got other people in mind. It's just, okay, here's another reason. This is the never-ending common thread with all of my podcasts about how to record it, yeah? So remember I was super happy I got that app called um, Record-A-Call? I was like, yeah, I'm not going to fall prey anymore to Anchor's invite friends option in which the sound of me interviewing people is overlapped and it sounds like I'm talking over my guest and vice versa. I stopped using that because there's no way to fix it and it just sucks. So I got that app and I thought it was $7.99 a month, you know, from the Apple store, whatever. Hello, it's $7.99 a week. I noticed they were helping themselves to my bank account. I'm like, what? Hell no. $7.99 a week. I started this podcast on St. Patrick's Day, 2021. Not long ago at all. And um, I've only earned $15 so far. <laughs> I mean, I haven't even cashed out. It's still in my balance. Hey. 
um, $15 is still in my, my balance. So a whopping $15 I've earned so far. And I can't see, I can't see the reasoning of spending $7.99 a week on something I'm earning probably $3 a month on. So whatever. Um, I, ha I found a different way to do it. <laughs> yeah, I think I mentioned that when I was talking with Janine. How I strap my two iPhones together with rubber bands and use a voice memo thingy. Um, yeah, so there's that. Oh, jeez. Desmond, that looks very dangerous. He's gonna, Desmond, you're going to crack your head open. Oh, my God. He needs a helmet. Yeah, so Desmond's in a shopping cart. Like somebody literally left a shopping cart at the playground. And his little friend Francis is pushing him <clears throat> pretty fast on the cement. So if that thing tips over, Desmond's going to break his head open or an arm or something. And it looks like it's going to tip. See, so yeah, okay. There's really no other time for me to do podcasts anymore. And I know some people are thinking, well, if you just put him in school. Well, like I said. There is no school right now, and there's no family around. Even if I did move to, let's say, Georgia or Florida, there ain't nobody going to help with my kid. There is nobody going to help with Desmond. Everyone's busy with their own life, and I'm not expecting people to help. I get it. You know, if I didn't have a kid, and I saw a friend who had a kid, and she was alone with a kid, unless she asked me to help, I probably wouldn't, because... Everybody has their own thing going on, you know? So, uh, it's hard to find time to do podcasts. I'm, I'm reduced to doing it outside at a playground while power walking. And that's probably how it's going to stay. Because he's just around. <laughs> oh, there's a plane. Planes, trains, and automobiles here. Maybe I'll call the podcast that, yeah. What else did I want to say? Oh, yeah. Um... Another thing, in this town I live in, and not just this town, this has gone on my whole life. Hang on for a second, I'm inside the washroom. Uh, my whole life, I've, I have always been the new person in town, okay? Except for when I lived in Berlin. I was the new person for a while, and then, you know, of course I was a foreigner and a stranger, but people got to know who I was. However, growing up, always the new girl in town because we moved so much. And when you're the new person, if you're a new girl, a new girl in town, or a new boy in town, whatever, I'm, sh I'm sure it's easier to be the new boy in town than it is to be the new girl in town. Because if you're a slightly cute girl, and you're new in town, well, two things happen. One, the girls all immediately hate you. Two, the boys want to get to know you because you're a new girl in town. But the boys are afraid to approach you because the girls will fucking chastise them for daring 
to approach the new girl in town. So you, you kind of walk around in this stigma, this bubble. And um, eventually the strong poke through and, you know, there'll always be one girl that's like, I don't give a fuck what other people say. I want to hang out with you. And then you're stuck in a bubble of two rather than one. And, <laughs> you know, the boys just usually don't think it's worth the drama to poke through. They're like, fuck that. I, she's cute and she's hot, whatever. I am not, I'm not going to get the whole school hating me over a date. I'm looking for Desmond's um, scooter because they get stolen pretty quickly. Anyways, um, so, not much has changed, actually. Oh my god, what the fuck? In this town here where I live, um, trying desperately to get friends for Desmond. Desmond, where's your scooter? No, it's not. It's not. It's gone. It is. I don't see it. See, that's what I mean. Your, your scooter's gone. See? That's not your scooter. I told you not to leave it alone. I told you to leave it with the ladies over there. Oh, geez. Looks like someone stole Desmond's scooter. I'm putting it in the car. Okay, I'm putting it in the car. Anyways, it's like a $150 scooter. So I have to be responsible of not just him, but all of his equipment. You know what I mean? There's another train. So we get, let's get back to me moving to this town. Um, not just this town. You know, when I have a little kid, I try to um, get them friends. You know? I try to get them friends. Same thing happened when Jasmine was little. I try to bond with other parents who have kids the same age. Not because I need fucking friends. I don't need friends, okay? Don't want them, don't need them. I have enough fucking friends, period. However, I want my kid to have friends. So you have to talk to other people who have kids the same age to get friends for your kids, okay? It's a very awkward thing because you usually have nothing in common except you gave birth around the same time. That's it, all right? However, people use that as some kind of sick leverage, like, ah, this person wants something from me. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to hold it over their head. Fucking assholes do that, okay? Some people are like, yeah, sure, let's be friends. But it's far and few between, okay? Especially when you're a woman, and apparently a woman who looks like me makes it even harder. I, okay, if I had a husband... That we probably wouldn't have this problem. I don't. Uh, oh, fucking stupid. Don't have a husband. So women automatically think of me as a threat. The second they meet me, they ask me if I'm married. When I say, oh, well, I used to be, then there's no play dates happening. They're just like, oh, hell no. So it's hard for me to get play dates for Desmond. Now I'm try trying to fit all of Desmond's equipment in the car. It's pretty hard. Uh, anyhow, this is a constant 
source of um, frustration trying to get Desmond friends. Because <laughs> the, the main goal, in my opinion, is to find another parent who wants to trade babysitting favors. Like, I watch their kid all day and all night, and they can have free time with their spouse or whatever. And then eventually they'll watch my kids so I can have some free time to go jogging, sleep, work, do a podcast, or go to karaoke. Something like that, yeah? It never fucking works, okay? It never works. There is a couple that we, we know who have two daughters. And um, they only take Desmond for like two hours, maybe three hours tops. See, they don't really need babysitting favors because they're a couple, they don't need my help. I mean, they want to go out to eat once in a while. So I watch their girls. I watch their girls for five, six hours at a time. I don't care. Because it's easier to have three kids running around screaming than just one kid. Because they play with each other. Right? So I'm, I'm definitely game for watching their girls all the time. Don't care. But when I want a favor, it's usually like three hours tops. Okay, we're bringing them back. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> that's the only couple I know in my town that will help. I mean, trade. And that's not even very regular. It's like once a month or something. And uh, all the other women, you know, I met. I, I would like Desmond to have a, a male friend. Because sometimes when I pick him up from these girls' house, yeah, he'll come out. <laughs> Last time I picked him up from their house, he came out with pigtails and makeup on. They dressed him up as a girl, okay? So, and that's funny. Haha, ha, that's hilarious. I'm sure all big sisters do that to their younger brother at one point or another. That's fine. I think it's harmless. Whatever. However, he needs some testosterone around him, you know? Go fishing tie some fucking knots, whatever. So I got him in Boy Scouts. We're on week four now. And I'm starting to get hopeful, you know? There's other dads there. Luckily, there's no other moms, okay? Because, you know, they just would be like, Row! as soon as the moms see me, they're fucking, Row! the dads are cool. It's at a church, so there's no flirting or anything. They're just cool dads. And so Desmond's going to start going on hikes and all that other stuff. Manly stuff. Good. And uh, like I'm saying, I just wanted to talk about... Okay. And this stigma goes even further. I'm not done talking about the single mom or single girl. Even before I had Desmond. This shit happens. Look, I'll have a male friend. Like I have a cop friend named Greg. A New York City cop. We have never flirted. We are friends. He helped me in like, God, I think it was 2005 or maybe 2004. A German girlfriend of mine came to New York City to visit me. And I had to go into Manhattan to pick her up. He is a cop at Penn Station, I think. or No, Grand Central Station. Sorry. So I was pulling up and she was on the cell phone telling me where she was. This cop stopped both lanes of traffic stopped all traffic so I could pull a Yui and pick up my girlfriend. I was like, what the fuck? Apparently Martina cast a spell on Greg, you know, talking to him for an hour or whatever. And, and so all three of us are friends, you know? We've never... He actually fancied her at the time. 
you know, because she's German and very attractive and a Libra like me. Anyhow, we have remained friends through all the girlfriends he's had. He comes to me for advice, whatever. We're buddies, you know, and he's a metalhead, too. I brought him backstage to numerous metal concerts. I've introduced him to Motorhead and everything. We're buddies, all right? I got him into Shinedown for free, etc., etc. Or not Shinedown, was it? Oh, God. Anyways, it doesn't matter. However, he's been dating a girl for the past four years, I think. And I'm so happy for him because he's obviously he's in love. All right. I, I want to meet her. I want to go out to dinner. All of us. I want them to come over so I can cook for them. I'm so happy that he's finally settled down, you know. Um, and she's not like a, a stick thing. She's not like the usual girlfriend he used to have in the past would be, you know, God, his cell phone pictures of the girls he dated look like top models. You know, like, look, if you're a New York City cop. And, you, and he's like six foot four or something. He's really tall and pretty handsome. I think his mom was Filipino and um, she was a, a beauty queen. And his dad was an American cop or something. So he's a very handsome combination. Um, charming and funny as fuck. And plus he loves metal and he doesn't smoke and everything. He's just a, a good catch, you know. So if you're wearing a New York City police officer uniform... That's before all of this bullshit, cop-hating bullshit started a couple years ago. He used to stand there in Grand Central Station with his canine, police canine dog. And women would just basically throw themselves at him, okay? So he had his pick of the crop as far as women go. And, uh... And, um... Sorry, the, the moms. The moms that I do know in the park are waving to me. They're cool. They don't want to trade babysitting favors, but they do love me. Anyways, Greg was a, a babe magnet. And I mean, the pictures he would show me of the girls he met at Grand Central Station from Italy and everywhere else, they just came into town for a couple days, a couple weeks, and they'd want to have an, an affair with him. So they would send the most outrageous pictures of themselves from their hotel rooms wearing hot clothes and dresses and stuff. And I'm like, dude, I can't believe the trim that you get. It's insane. So... I was surprised, and pleasantly surprised, by the way, when he finally fell in love, this woman looks, I mean, she's got a, a stunning face and long hair and everything, but she's, she's a very full-figured girl, but she's his buddy. She's, you can see the pictures of them on Instagram. They're at every baseball game together, and they travel all over the world together, so she's right there with him all the time. I'm dying to meet her. Apparently, she doesn't want to meet me, and that's sad, you know, and... Here comes another plane. What the fuck? Um, uh, someone else just waved to me, so I get distracted. Anyways. Um, oh fuck. I know this sounds ridiculous when I lo lose my train of thought, but I'm out in public and people keep waving at me. She doesn't want to meet me, apparently, and he's not allowed to talk to other women and all that other stuff. And I'm like... Really, Greg? I, you know, I'll text him, and it takes him weeks sometimes to text back. I can't call him. He never answers his phone. And I'm like, what, what's the deal? How come we can't hang out? You know, like, I'll be in the, you know, I used to be in the city before the pandemic once in a while. And I'd be like, hey, I'm in the city. You will have time to meet for coffee or something or whatever. And his girlfriend will not have it. 
And I'm like, she knows that we've never been involved, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, she just, she saw pictures of you and no girls, no girls. I'm not allowed to have friends that are females. Oh, man. So basically, I lose a male friend because of their new girlfriends. And this is not the first time. It's been happening forever. And I hope there's some ladies listening to this. Let me tell you something. That's nasty. Don't do that. If your boyfriend or your husband has a platonic female friend, don't hide them in a drawer and throw away the key. Embrace him and his life and his friendship. Respect their friendships. And the same goes for guys. Like there's, I know it happens the other way around too. I'm not, I'm not taking sides. But for me being a female, obviously, this is my point of view. I'm, I know for a fact that men do this too. I had a girlfriend in Connecticut. Her husband wouldn't let her talk to... <laughs> Guess what? This is a fucked up thing. Her husband wouldn't, didn't want her to be friends with me because I was single. So there's, that's a jealous man right there. So all in all, I am the forbidden female. Yeah, I get shit from both sides. I get shit from male friends, females, or male friends, wives, or even rock star wives. Not, not allowed to talk to Dr. Dot, not allowed to hang out with Dr. Dot, no babysitting favors with Dr. Dot. Fuck Dr. Dot, she has a vagina and she looks good, so let's forget about that bitch, block her, blah, 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 right? And, the, and then there's the other. Nope, you can't be for. But I've known this girl. She and I were high school friends. I've known her since, you know, high school, 11th grade. I don't care. She's not married. You don't need to be friends with her. I'm only seeing her once every four years when she comes to Connecticut. I don't care. You're not friends with her anymore. What the fuck? So this shit gets. And then I have another friend named Anthony. He's like five foot three, cracks me up. Um, he and I know each other because of Arturo Vega, Arturo Vega, the one who created the Ramones logo, who unfortunately died in like 2013. I've known him since I'm 14 years old. That's how I met the Ramones, through Arturo. And apparently Anthony has known Arturo almost as long. And they're, they were buddies. I guess Arturo kind of thought of us as his kids. We finally met with Arturo when he was still alive, which is great. And I'm like, Arturo, how have, how have you not introduced me to Anthony? And we've, no, we've all known each other. I mean, I've known Arturo and he's known Arturo all so many years. And he's like, I don't know. The timing just never w worked out. I'm like, okay. But I'm glad we did get to meet each other because we became great friends. Anthony cracks me up. He's a wicked good singer. He calls himself Mr. Magoo because he's blind as a bat without his glasses. So we used to meet, and totally platonic, by the way, brother and sister relationship, no flirting at all. Um, I get along better with guys because they're not catty, whatever. So we'd go out to karaoke and he can't see, but he doesn't want to wear glasses. So we'd do karaoke and he'd be singing like Black Dog from Led Zeppelin or Man in the Box or whatever. <laughs> and he'd, he would just make up the words because he can't see the words. But he was too embarrassed to wear glasses. I'm like, what the fuck? Anyways... And he's been to my house, my old house in Jersey City, for, for, for filming when I was filming a, um, a Sizzler slash real clip. He cracks me up. He's wicked funny. But he got, he met a girl 
got married and no, not allowed to talk on the phone anymore. Um, I text him, same thing. He barely ever texts back. He's afraid to talk on the phone, etc., etc. It's so weird. I'm like, seriously, Anthony? And I've met the wife before they got married. We all met at the Yaffa Cafe before it got closed down in the village. And she seemed like friendly and cool and everything. And there, yeah, no more, not allowed to be friends with him anymore. So I lose friends when they get involved. You know, it's so strange. I, I think people need to not do that. If you're, if you're in love with someone, why not embrace their life? You know, that's just fucking weird to me. I don't know if that's ever happened to you or not, but um, that's a tragic thing for me because friendships that go over decades are not easy to find. You know, you have to value friendship. And those are people I would trust with my house keys and my kid and everything else. And yeah, they're gone because of a relationship. That's fucking so weird, you know. So I just wanted to talk about that today. I'm going to call myself the for, forbidden female because apparently that's what it is. And I'm curious to hear if it happens to other people. I mean, I did write about it once on Facebook like a million years ago before they got rid of my original Dot Stein account. They, uh, people chimed in and said, yeah, that shit's fucked up. You shouldn't, you shouldn't end friendships over you know over a spouse or a girlfriend or a boyfriend or something yeah I agree fucking live and let live what the hell I mean if you're that scared that your boyfriend or girlfriend is going to find a new love because of one of their friends I'm, I'm guessing your your foundation is pretty shaky you know it can't be that strong if you're worried I mean that's like saying <laughs> You know, let's say your husband or your boyfriend works at Wendy's. Or no, even worse, an ice cream store, a yogurt, a frozen yogurt store where tons of hot young chicks come in. What are you going to do? Tell him he can't work at the frozen yogurt store because of you're afraid that he's going to meet someone else? It's so stupid. Like that Rolling Stones song, it's called If You Really Want to Be My Friend. I think it's got Billy Preston doing backing vocals. It's really nice. I've always loved that song since I was in the 11th grade. The lyrics go, if you really want to be my friend, give me the look of love, not jealousy. And um, what's the, you know, so what? Oh, okay, if you marry someone, you're not allowed to have friends anymore. Um, I get it. it. You don't want your husband or boyfriend going out to eat alone with another female. But why not have dinner with the friend, you know? Like, I, I just don't get it. Fucking strange. All right, so done talking about that. It's really frustrating, and I've learned to um, just live with it. You can't... I don't like to force things to happen, okay? Like, I don't like to force anything. I like to go with the flow. Like, not Mother Nature's flow, but I guess the universe's flow. If something's meant to be, it'll be. Don't try to force a fucking round peg into a square hole. It's exhausting and it will fuck up 
the universe, you know? Like, don't try to force things to happen. And I wonder if I fucked with the universe when uh, Desmond's father, we were just dating for eight months and he got thrown in immigration jail for, for overstaying his visa. And, you know, because I was dating him, I felt obligated to bail him out of jail. You know, if I was dating someone, if I was dating you on another train, holy crap, this is a really loud little town. If I was um, dating you for eight months and you got thrown in jail, I guess you'd expect me to help you get out of jail, right? Well, I did. It cost me $5,000. My whole family said, don't do it. Leave him in there. Leave him in there. He broke the law. Do not do it. You're opening a can of worms. That's what my dad said. Leave him in there. You're opening a can of worms. Not your problem, not your circus, not your monkey. Let it be. Well, I got him out of jail anyways. And had I not got him out of jail, I wouldn't have Desmond. So, you know, it's silly for me to think, yeah, God, I should never have rescued that person. Then I wouldn't have Desmond. You know, who knows? I might have a different kid from someone else. But I kind of fucked with, with uh, Destiny there, didn't I? <laughs> Cute cute little girl. Yeah, I fucked with destiny. I intervened with the grand plan. Maybe the grand plan was, yeah, this person's supposed to get deported back to his country because he broke the fucking law. And then I would have met someone else. I intervened with destiny, got him out of jail. And here I am in the situation. But you got to find the pearl of every oyster, don't you? So I guess the pearl is Desmond. It's just really, really hard taking care of this pearl. <laughs> Let me tell you. Holy shit. <sighs> Sounds like the touring industry is starting to open up soon. I'm guessing by summer there's going to be concerts. People are starting to book massages slowly. Like Roddy Rich is in Miami right now. He's a rapper. A very generous, wonderful rapper. I mean, I'm not into rap, but... um. However, he books my company every few months and, you know, he really loves his massage and I'm grateful that he uses my company. He's awesome. So that's good. I'm back in the washroom. Then there's a British band called Love and Rockets. They're in L.A. And um, they're booking. So slowly but surely... The bookings are coming back. Not a lot, but they are. And I'm going to need a dispatcher soon because my sister used to be the dispatcher when I was sleeping or working with Desmond or whatever. And now she got her own job working at a bank. Very proud of her. However, that means I'm fucked. That means I have to answer 24 hours a day emails, calls everything and it's really hard to find someone trustworthy that won't steal your contacts or fuck things up you know like you, you got to really be articulate and smart to to be a dispatcher like because these celebrities these celebrities expect um you to answer right away 
and find them a therapist right away, whether it's a chiropractor or a massage or acupuncture or a pedicure or manicure or facial or yoga class. We offer all that stuff. So you have to be really, really fast and find them what they want right away. You can't be a slacker. You can't not answer your phone. So I'm really, it's not like I can put an ad on, in the paper to find one of these people. It has to be someone I know, someone I trust. I've had dot bots do it in the past, but you know what? <laughs> I'll look on their Facebook page and I'll see that suddenly they're friends with uh, Metallica's manager or something. You know, it's like they wouldn't know these people if it wasn't for me. So it, everyone's a thieving motherfucker, I'm telling you. Sharks. I am surrounded by sharks. I'm not playing victim. I'm just telling you. That's how it goes. Can't trust no motherfuckers. No motherfuckers. Even Desmond's fucking scamming me. <laughs> That's okay. All kids do it. Oh, did you eat your fruit? Yeah, I did. I did. I look in the trash. There's all the fruit. I'm like, oh my God. Which brings me to another song that I love so much. And you can make fun of me all you fucking want. I'm telling you, one of my favorite songs in the world is Billy Joel honesty I don't care if it's corny or sappy whatever the fuck you want to call it I really like it it hits the point you know it's like right hits the, the nail right on the head he's correct about that honesty great song lyrics mean a lot to me I don't just listen to fucking I don't just listen to music if the lyrics aren't good I mean okay you know the song from madness one Step Beyond. The lyrics are ridiculous, but I love that song. However, I really appreciate meaningful lyrics. So there's that. Um, I hope to have another interview podcast soon. And I, what I really want is to get back to my book. But I have very time-sensitive videos I, I need to edit which requires my 100% full uh, concentration. I can't even do that out at the park. That takes more concentration than me talking to you right now. I have to have headphones on, watch the video, edit the timing and the sound exactly right before I publish it. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but um, yeah, I have, I have videos to edit, so I'm swamped, you know? And by the way, I did help my mayor get reelected, I'm proud to say. All of my work, getting him votes, paid off. Because I like my little town. It's clean. It's safe. Why would we want to change anything? Guy's been mayor for the last 16 years or something. He's doing a good job, if you ask me. So I put all my energy in the last couple months to get him votes. And I've been to a lot of his events and stuff. And... um I love this community, and they love me. It's, I'm so happy here. I hope I never have to move. But, you know, it's not exactly cheap. But guess what? If you go on Craigslist and Google Titusville, Florida, three-bedroom apartment, because I need three bedrooms, one for me, one for Desmond, and one for, like, an office and stuff, especially down in Florida. There's no fucking basement or attic, right? So, yeah, you know. Rent is... Pretty much 2500 wherever you look. And Patrice Zappa, my friend, Frank Zappa's sister, she lives out in Ventura. She's like, move out here, it's beautiful. I was looking just for shits and grins. I was looking 
a Craigslist and Realtor.com and all that shit. Oh, fuck. It is... It's more expensive there than here. It's insane. Even a one-bedroom apartment there is like starting at 2500 Rent, nothing going on but the rent. There is no cheap places to live anymore. You can get that idea out of your fucking head. When people say, oh, we'll move to some place that's cheaper. There, oh, okay. You want me to live in the fucking the project so me and Desmond get killed or something? Whatever. I got to live in a safe place. And um, I've lived in the projects before, by the way. But I haven't got to that part of the book yet. Um, yeah, and it was brutal. It was rough. And I'm sure it's even rougher now. That was in Dover, New Hampshire. I'm not a snob. I just want safety for my kid. There's nothing wrong with that. Just like a mama bear wants safety for her, her little baby bear. Same thing. Anyways, yeah. I like my town. Wanted to buy a house, but then the pandemic happened. And the prices skyrocketed and all these people from New York left New York and came to Jersey and bought up all the houses. So buying is out of the question. And um, I'm just going to try to live in the moment. Because like my grandma said, Grandma Dorothy, who I'm named after, she said if you have one foot in yesterday and one foot in tomorrow, that means your legs are pretty much wide open and you're shitting all over today. That was my grandmother's quote. Okay? So if you use it, please credit Dorothy for that quote. Okay? <laughs> Loved her. Okay, I'm going to um, end that here because I have a bunch of other stuff to do, people to call and all that. And I'm going to pick out some good songs for this podcast. Which, which I have one more question about that. I'm wondering if I'm ever going to get in trouble for using music in my podcast. You know, how I put a song at the beginning and the end of every podcast. I wonder if I'm going to get like a copyright strike or something like that. So far, so good. I'm not trying to make money off this podcast. Let me make that clear. It's quite obvious I haven't and I'm not. Although if you want to send a donation, you know, there is a link to my PayPal and my Venmo in the description. Hint, hint. Haha. But anyways, I do not make the podcast to try to make money. I only make it to get my story out in case I get hit on the head and die or something. At least you know what was going on in my head. And I definitely think everyone has a story. Everyone. And you've got to figure out a way to get it out. So you'll be hearing again from me soon. <laughs>